0: Who are you? Oh, and I'm Glenn DeGeek from Ocala, Florida. (laughs) You know what? After 3,271 episodes, they should just know.
1: Good (laughs) Lord. How did you not know? Uh, I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the... I can't believe you just forgot to say your own name. It's written right in front of you Like right Uh, in front of you Uh, You're listening to Horses in the Morning On the Horse Radio Network For September 25th Episode 3271 Ooh, Starting the day tickled already Good morning (laughs) horse people
0: You have found Horses in the Morning (laughs) On a Monday You're in for an amazing horsey week Of laughter, learning And fun With Glenn and Jamie Uh, See, I did that for your entertainment. Okay.
1: Do, do, like, it's right in front of me. I'm like, there's a queue. Like, I have a queue. And, like, you and then didn't she, say when it.
0: you said that, I was like, What else do you want from me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I've never done this before. Sorry, I'm new. Deanne
0: from Horse Nation is back to discuss the seven things to consider before getting your first horse. I think most of us are beyond that, but there might be a few. Uh, Glenn, <laughs> Glenn's Glenn's me. Screwed up. I'm Glenn, and I'm going to bring you the monthly study <laughs> show. And Jamie, the one over there, is going to bring you a question, first world problems. So and then in the Auditor Post Show, we're going to discuss the things no one ever tells you about becoming an adult. Uh, I wanted to just give an update on Lindsay Partridge, who obviously has been a guest on this show and is a uh, a lot of our listeners are big fans of Lindsay. Uh, she remains uh-huh. in the ICU. She, she had a tumble and a pretty serious accident with one of her Mustangs while training for a Mustang competition. Uh, apparently, this is the update from two days ago. The pain she has experienced is immense. She will be very medicated to attempt to manage this. Unfortunately, until the brain swelling goes down and her skull fractures heal. That was new. We didn't know she had. Sp-
1: I didn't know that.
0: Uh, good. This girl had a helmet on. Um, So they say we are now on the road to recovery and having Lindsay travel home. Remember, she's from Canada. We anticipate she will remain in the ICU for another few days, at which point she'll be on a medical flight home to Toronto. Uh, We celebrate that she's been cleared for a fit with flight papers. I don't know if that's a Canadian health thing or what.
1: And fit for flight means that she can fly. Okay. Like she's fit to go on a plane. Gotcha.
0: Okay. And upon arrival at home, Lindsay will undergo further inpatient treatment and rehabilitation as she heals from her traumatic brain injury. And we just wish her, continue oh. wishing her the best. Uh, thank God she was wearing a helmet. That's all I can say about that. Um, and uh, I, I, we did find out Phil's um, service is going to be on the fifteenth. So Reese and I are going to go up for that. Speaking of Toronto, we'll be flying into Toronto and going over to Phil's service, and we're looking forward to seeing Meredith and the whole family up there. And uh, from what I hear from the dressage community up there, it's going to be a lot of people. I just think so. Uh, wow. So that we'll be going up for that on the fifteenth. And now it's time for some happier stuff and some daily whinnies. Well, we do have some birthdays today, and this is really cool, Jamie. Um, We have two auditor birthdays, Danny Russell and Kate Cook. Danny Russell has been an auditor for 70 months, and Kate Cook has been an auditor for 95 months. That is almost eight years she's been paying to be an auditor. So happy birthday to both of them. They are veteran auditors. We need a name for auditors that have been auditors for a long time. Uh, We we need to come up with a clever name.
1: It's, a whole family. We don't need to celebrate or single out individuals who may or may not have just joined. We're all in this together. We're all friends and we're all family. And we love you all equally.
0: Just like the new ones who just joined last week, Nikki Schilling and Ann Carney. Uh, welcome to the family. And if you have not joined the Auditor Room, HRN Auditors on Facebook, just ask to join there. And you too can be part of everything that we talk about here on the show. Uh, but we We do appreciate your support.
1: Well, Glenn, as a parent, you want to see your child win. You want to see them have successes in life, things that will help them celebrate and and, and and encourage them to be their best and do their best. However, yesterday was not one of those days. I wanted my kid to lose so bad. I mean, what? just freaking lose. What? <laughs> Baseball? Oh,
0: baseball! I, <laughs> I thought you I, loved I, baseball.
1: I love baseball. I love, but I love good baseball, Glenn. <laughs> and ten-year-olds playing baseball is not good baseball. It Glenn.
0: can't be any worse than ten-year-olds playing soccer.
1: Oh my God, I don't like that either. So, <laughs> here's the thing: Lucas is on this little league team, and and it's really it's great. It's fun. However, they signed up for a tournament, and oh, that means I a lot of baseball. I only okayed it because they said it was single elimination. And to be fair, Lucas's team struggles considerably. So I was like, this will be quick. (laughs) That was a polite
0: way to put it. (laughs) Uh
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. So we get there. At 7.30 in the morning, he has to be there, which means on a Sunday morning, I had to get up at 6.30 to get my kid ready and all the things. And get, and by the way, Chad's gone, of course. <laughs> of course, he's gone. So we get to this baseball game at 7.30 in the morning. They The game starts at 8. Okay. 8 o'clock. They promptly lose. Cool. All right. Well, we'll see you guys for practice on Thursday. Oh, no. This is double elimination. They have to play again. Oh, geez, Louise. Okay. When is that game? That game is noon. Noon. This is a like going ex-
0: to a dressage show. Oh, my
1: God. And so finally get the game going at noon. Guess what happens, Glenn? They win. They go into extra innings.
0: <laughs> Did they win?
1: Sudden death, little league tournament, and they win. Do you know what that means, Glenn? You have to come back There's- tomorrow. At least, oh no. Oh no. no. No, no. It keeps going. It's all in one day. So at this point, we have to got play three game, games
0: in one day. They're 10 years old.
1: Game number three comes. Okay. Oh my God. So we're playing game number three, and it's it's close. It's so close. My kid is on the mound pitching. How many innings
0: did they do in Little League?
1: No, oh, I don't know. Well, it doesn't matter because it's all <laughs> timed, because one inning can take like Four an hours. hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> And so, game number three, and I'm like, "Okay, if we win this, we play again. If we lose this, we're done. My kid's pitching Glenn. oh no <laughs> i i don't I don't want him to screw up, okay? I really want him to do good and fortunately, he did well, and because it's little league, they have certain amount of innings they can pitch, and um, to be fair, like he did fine. And then the next kid came up and I was like, I don't know that kid. I hope he bombs." <laughs> like, it was the worst. I'm such a terrible person. I'm such a horrible. I was like, please lose. <laughs> at this point, Glenn,
0: you couldn't have four, been the only parent thinking that.
1: Uh, it was 4.30 in the afternoon, Glenn. Oh I got there at 7.30 in the morning and it wasn't even a horse show. OK, <laughs> like what is happening? And, I ch- ch- and then here's the thing with Little League. It's the worst. They're like, I mean, they're screaming at each other. Not my team, my team. I won't be on a team that heckles, but like every other team heckled and my kid was on the mound and they were screaming at my kid. And I'm like, if this I'm going to hurt somebody, I want to hit somebody's baby and it is going <laughs> to happen. Like, oh my God, it was the longest day ever. And they lost. And some of the kids are so sad and cried. And my kid was like, can we go home now? <laughs>
0: I was like, that's my boy. What would they have done? Played (laughs) another game at 10 o'clock at night? Oh,
1: Glenn, and then the game that was before there's also an extra inning. So our game was three hours behind, which meant the games were going to go on until 10 p.m. because there were still several more games after us, because, of course, they did like this double elimination. 20 teams (laughs) It's ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And I hope our team never signs up for something like that again. But I would just like everybody to know that I was. Yes, I'm a terrible parent and human, but I was an awful awesome parent yesterday. I brought it strong and I sat there in the freaking sun pretending to care all day and I, I didn't hit
0: anybody's child. I never thought about the fact too that at those things they don't have very, in Oklahoma. They don't have very many vegetarian options. It's all hamburgers and hot dogs for lunch.
1: Do you know what I had to eat yesterday, Glenn? <laughs> I had a pretzel with mustard. <laughs> That's it.
0: Because it's Oklahoma and they're not very ready vegetarian options. It's a like, little league game. It's
1: 7.30 in the morning and I was like, do you guys have any coffee? And they're like, No, I'm sorry. And I was like, what? She was like, I can brew some. And I was like, cool. So I come back and she's like, "Mm -hmm." you know what? I realized I have to wash the pot first. Like, (laughs) I have to scrub it. And I was like, never mind. Never mind. I'll be okay. (laughs) I'm going to go to Starbucks. (laughs) It was so fun. And Chad called me during the day and he's like, why are you so mad? And I'm like, shut up and enjoy your time in Los Angeles. Just stupid jerk. He's like, Oh, I'm walking around LA. I'm like, I will, I will kill you. I will kill you. He's like, is this, you know, it's like, and okay, I was like, take, I don't even want this to hear it.
0: It could be soccer.
1: Uh, At least I you care season. about baseball. Yeah. I don't care about any of it now. <laughs> I just don't. Oh my God. Well, we got and, do... and you want to provide your children with things to do and lessons to learn and all of the things. I don't care anymore. <laughs> but you know what? I would, to be fair, the coach was like, okay, guys practice tomorrow. And the coach's wife looks at him and goes, no.
0: <laughs> He's like, practice okay, we're tomorrow. not having practice tomorrow. He just played two games.
1: We'll be in touch. Three games, Glenn. Three Three games. games. (laughs) One went into extra innings. That's like an extra game. So basically four (laughs) games. I yeah.
0: Do they have the uh, the rule? um, What was the rule that if oh if one team beats the other team by like it's twenty five to nothing they call the game?
1: Well, they end the inning if one team scores seven runs (laughs) in one inning. They're like, okay, let's let's. Let's go to the next round. <laughs> so they, I don't, they don't have really a run rule because the games are only supposed to be an hour. And if they're already seven innings, that's a seven runs. That's, you know, yeah. an hour.
0: Yeah. So. I, we never had the time limit thing. That must be new.
1: Yeah. Thank God.
0: <laughs> hey, we, we did something more fun. We finally, it's finally the weather. We got down into the 60s overnight Aww. for two nights in a row so we got to take the ponies out without them dying and got to get scooter out and drive them around and jennifer uh, rode nigel around and it was fun and actually jennifer post that video in uh of us out there in the auditor room so the auditors I, did can check see, it out. I did see
1: i did see your posted, video oh yeah so jennifer
0: cute. Posted it, i think i think Scooter was like, no, um, I thought I was done with this. I don't need to drive a cart anymore. Uh, I had the summer off and I would like to continue having the summer off and I really don't want to go.
1: Now, to be fair, mm. you're trotting him on Snickers bars. I call grass (laughs) Snickers bars. It's like (laughs) having Snickers bars under their feet. And so they just want to eat the Snickers because they have no concern about their weight. It is true
0: because when we, there's a little trail in a. the woods behind and we did take him out there and he goes much better when he's in the woods he really likes going into the woods is there not the an
1: arena can you not take a cart yeah no,
0: the, basically the the field they're in is the arena the pasture they're in is the arena so oh
1: that's right it's <coughs> florida there's sand underneath yes. the grass yes oh
0: so so yeah so he was good though i mean considering he hadn't been out in a while he was really he was really good and you know if nigel will trot he'll trot right along but he is not going to trot first
1: it's so cute. They totally, like, look at each other like, are you coming? Yep. Okay, yep, cool. That's true.
0: They do. It is true. So uh, so that's what we did over the weekend. It was fun to, it was fun to get them out.
1: Oh, that's great. I that's will post great. that in
0: the auditor room. For those of you probably have never seen Scooter in a Cart, so we'll post it.
1: Yeah, you know what? We've never seen Scooter in the cart from that view. The only video we've seen is from his, like, above his butt. His butt,
0: yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's the view I get. <laughs>
1: it's like the view of my horse. I'm like, here's another picture of the back of his ears. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: it is. Well, hey, I've also had to make some decisions about my horses, and I have a little bit of, like, it's, it's really good news actually. And I'm really excited okay. uh, about what is, what is happening. So for those who don't know, I, I got this horse, Billy, he's a paint horse and he is awesome. He's five years old and the woman who had him is, was moving away and had to take care of her older mom. And so I, I took him in and, and he is great. He was kind of meant to be the next Duke, which Duke is my 31 year old who helps me start all the babies, and he's the, the best dude in the world. And so I got Billy to kind of take over for him. Well, I've realized that, bless his heart, he is a fatty. I mean, fatty. And so he has to wear a muzzle. So he wears a muzzle out in the field. Um, he Kind of, he probably would do better with four shoes. He's a pain. He's got white feet. They're just kind of like, kind of not great. And that's a, that's a pretty hefty expense. I don't know if it is everywhere, but it certainly is here in Oklahoma. Uh, and then the other thing is he is allergic to ding near everything. I mean, he is so, I've had him three different kinds of allergy medicines all summer long trying to keep him, but he's still like, he scratches himself so big that he rubs against the trees and like cuts himself and then he bites his chest itching. I've had the vet look at it. We've tried three different allergy medications, but you can't give him steroids because of his weight issues. So I just can't seem to make him comfortable, but he is an awesome riding horse. Well, I have an idea, and they're on board. He has been selected to go to the Maytag Mountain Ranch and be one of the ranch horses owned by, like, the super billionaires. (laughs) So he is going to go – Maytag is a high desert, so no allergens. Oh, good. They have way less better uh, view lush. than your house too. Yeah, it was way prettier. <laughs> way less lush grass, so he's not going to have to wear a muzzle. He's not going to have the allergies, and they put four shoes standard on every horse because they go on trail rides. So his entire life. Now, I mean, he, I'm just sending him there, kind of like I did with Zeus, and make sure he works out and stuff. But they're going to come pick him up next week, and I'm just so excited about this idea. Now, for those who are thinking, well, don't you need another horse for Duke? Remember, I bought that that little buckskin, Glenn. Yeah, the guy yeah. who, yeah. Oh my God, he's amazing. He's so great. He's been just this western cow horse for 15 years. And he's not super sound, but he's not super motivated, but he's very sensitive. And he was a pony horse, That's allegedly, a pony horse at the track. Um, so he's actually really great at the job. And I can hop on a bareback and a neck rein. So I can ride him one-handed with a bareback pad walking around. And that is all he has to do. Every day he comes in, he's like, okay, okay, what is it? And I'm like, no, no, you'd have to do nothing. You just hang out and walk around. And every time you ride him, he's like, I need to go. I need to go. I'm like, no, no, you just walk. <laughs> it's okay, baby. You can just relax. It's fine. And then like, I mean, he's been whacked in the face or chased off, you know, and you just kind of move your arm too fast. He flinches. He's like, I'm like, no, 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 you're okay, baby. You just have to walk around and do literally nothing. Just eat and walk around and be barefoot. And that's what he is. And I'm so happy. I got his teeth done. I got some joint supplements on board. Like he is just going to be lubed up and i'm really excited about that so i'm really excited to be sending billy uh up to the ranch to be he's just going to be so much more comfortable to not be so itchy and the fact that i was able to get an older horse who um kind of needs a little love and attention and so i feel like i did two good things all at once is which is nice <laughs> yeah yeah well hopefully you're their, i mean they're you're sending, their main supplier well they're you're sending their dealer to, they're bringing Drax back oh really? so I had to buy had to buy Drax back yeah because he was a 16 two-hand thoroughbred and needs to be ridden every day well they didn't ride him every day and he got to be a little um well like I got on him and he was like I'm gonna go this way and I'm like no you're gonna go this way and he was like no I'm not and I was like yes you are and he was like okay so nobody reminded him that he has like to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you have to kind of remind them that, but, but they, these guys are the, the guys and women there are not riders and he just proved to be a little too inconsistent mm. for them. So I am taking it back and I'm going to use him in the clinic that I'm hosting next starting, I think next week. And then uh, after that, he's going to go be a lesson horse with a friend of mine. So we have got everything sorted out. So it's really good.
0: So, I was looking up study show, which we're going to do on Wednesday, and uh, I found one study that, I, you know, when we do study show, I look at the headlines, but I found one study that I looked at more than the headlines.
1: You actually read one?
0: Yes, and it was because it involves sleep, and you and I have been talking a lot about sleep lately because we're both so terrible at it, uh, and it's the best and worst foods you can eat before you go to bed.
1: Ooh, I'm gonna get in pin.
0: All right. So, what do you think are the bad foods? The five worst foods that you sh- you shouldn't eat before you go to bed. <sighs> Well, chocolate. Yep, that's right. Number one on the list: high levels of caffeine. Yep,
1: high caffeine in there. Um, Which,
0: by the way, is when I normally would eat my chocolate ice cream.
1: (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah, Chad loves chocolate before bed. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, you're ingesting caffeine, and so now stop Lucas from having it because he doesn't sleep great either. Um, So, chocolate. I would say spicy foods.
0: Well, curry's on the list. So, uh, who eats curry right before bed?
1: Well, if you eat late and you've, you're running out of options yeah, and you're if, like, I'll just go pick up some I, Thai food. By the way,
0: I could not do it like the Spanish do, where they eat at 10 o'clock at night. I don't know how many of them sleep.
1: <laughs> well, they don't go to bed till 2.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it's fine. Your curry's it's on just... the list. You got two so far.
1: Okay, so chocolate and curry and um, something with high sugar
0: ice cream is on the list uh, oh so- really
1: no ice cream before bed? no oh. I,
0: yeah that's when people eat ice cream let's be honest you eat ice cream before you go to bed
1: ice cream in bed is so good
0: <laughs> <laughs> so i'm out chocolate ice cream totally out two of the three two of the five well,
1: you know what's funny is chad will eat chocolate ice cream and i'll eat cheese and crackers <laughs> okay
0: cheese is number two on the list what? What really? Cheese no. is generally considered comfort food. It is actually one of the worst foods to eat before bed. Why? Uh, it is. Um, let me see here. It no. has. <laughs> tyramine, and it causes an adrenal gland to release the fight or flight hormone, which increases alertness for a number of hours.
1: Oh no way! That's <laughs> totally me. I fight or flight. I'm out of here. I'll punch yep. you.
0: So it was chocolate, cheese, curry, ice cream, and number five is the one that I'm guilty of eating before bed, and that's chips. Why chips? Uh, they said too much salt dehydrates the body and can- increases water retention, causing tiredness and fatigue. You're like, but I want to be tired. Right. So everything that that you, you would want to eat before bed, you can't yeah. have. <laughs> so every, what the lesson here
1: is everybody have a stick of celery and enjoy your day.
0: Well, I'm about to give you the five things you can eat before oh, bed. Oh, good,
1: good, good. I mean, right. This is what I'm going to write down. Cherries. Don't, don't, cherries
0: high in sugar, though? I don't know. I don't know. Raw Why hun- Raw honey. That's what I want to do. Sit down with a jar of honey right before. Oh my bed. God, we
1: need the poo. Let's go. He was <laughs> Although right you all put along. honey in
0: hot water and tea, right? So bananas. Basically they said you should eat bananas anytime. <laughs> That's what it came down to. Uh, turkey. Yeah, tryptophan. Yeah, that's right. That's why they claim turkey. But you know, turkey's not something I want to have at nine o'clock at night. So, yeah, but I don't eat turkey. So, I know, but I do. And I don't want to have it at nine o'clock at night. Um, And then number five on the list of things you should eat before bed is almonds. Just like bananas, they're, uh, they have high amounts of muscle relaxing magnesium.
1: Maybe that's why I get tired during the day because I eat almonds like at
0: lunchtime a lot. Yeah, you should huh. change that. You should have your chocolate ice cream at lunchtime. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and almonds for
0: snack. Right, exactly. The other thing you can do if you're a bad sleeper, and I've been really impressed with this, it's got a ton of downloads over the weekend as Ashley released her new podcast, Sleep Stories for Equestrians, and she has four episodes out now and has oh, wow. ha- had almost a thousand downloads in a couple of days, and people are loving it. There's a lot of comments about it. So if you're having trouble, everybody's saying they go to sleep within five to ten minutes of listening to this So uh, the problem is that we're getting complaints too, and the complaint is they want to hear the rest of the story, but they can But the idea is you're supposed to go to sleep. That's the idea. Yeah. Uh, So it's working. It's called Sleep Stories for Equestrians. It's on most podcast players. If you haven't tried it out yet, give it a try. Ashley put her heart and soul into making this work and really making and the music and the whole thing. So uh, check it out. I think I think if you're having trouble sleeping, uh, give it a try. I do fall. We have heard in the past that a lot of people fall asleep listening. To our show, um, which is Wake not, up! <laughs> just not really meant for that, so we're gonna have to play some loud music or something in the middle. Cosequin ASU joint and hoof pellets contain quality ingredients to support joint and hoof health and leave out the fillers, molasses, and alfalfa, all while delivering the taste horses love. The colors of our ingredients shine through for a difference you can see. Visit cosequinequine.com. That's cosequinequine.com. Coming up next is somebody we haven't had on the show in quite a few months, and we're happy to have her coming back. We have Deanne from Horse Nation. She used to come on, what, weekly years ago? and uh, She's going to be coming back now once a month with us talking about some of the cool stories they're doing over on Horse Nation. Well, Deanne, welcome back. It's been a while. It has been. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. It's so good to hear your voice again.
2: Yeah, absolutely. See, you guys did not fire me, just... No, actually, it was record. the
0: opposite. She fired us for a while, and uh, she quit. Yeah, she left. And,
2: I don't. I don't feel like I ever officially quit. I did like the Gen Z thing, where I just maybe was very busy for a while. <laughs>
0: ghosted. She ghosted
2: us. us. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Well, she's
0: back now. That's all that counts. That's good. So, what do we got coming up uh, on HorseNation dot com? I know it's an event that we participate in every year.
2: Absolutely. So we are bringing back the, um, Halloween short story contest and I don't, my mind is, I don't think we did it last year and I have to apologize to like, all of my readers and your listeners who have enjoyed doing it. Like I, I feel like, and this is totally on me. I would love to be like, Ooh, we've had a staffing change, but let's get real. I'm the staff. Uh, (laughs) 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 Apparently she (laughs) ghosted (laughs) Halloween too. (laughs) Right. But, um, but, uh, it just, we had contests were not my forte for a while. So we're bringing them back. Um, so we'll have our Halloween short story contest, which I will probably post tomorrow, Where we will take reader and your listener submissions um, between now and like the week before Halloween. We'll publish our probably best five to eight. And then I'll let you certainly correct me on this. Usually we read kind of our three favorites, right? Yeah, we pick,
0: you know, three to five, and then we all read a story. We all do a different story, and then we play them as one episode. So we kind of have a Halloween episode reading the stories, and it's been a lot of fun in the past years, and and listeners have loved it. I don't know why I agreed to do this in the first place. Everybody knows Halloween's my least favorite holiday of them all. So why I agreed to do this, I don't know. I'm just respectful to everybody else who likes the holiday.
2: Well, and I think that there can be Some fun associated, even if you don't like it. Like, I don't know. I feel like our our short story contests always kind of go well. And it's
0: not horror. And it it does give us a chance to use sound effects. So that's good.
2: That is true. Yeah. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) So so we'll be reaching out, like Horse Nation, we'll be reaching out to our sponsors to get some swag for people. And I think you guys are offering up a subscription to Ride TV to the top three contestants. Um, Great. So so yeah, we'll have some stuff. We're still sort of sorting it out, but you know, welcome to my life. (laughs) (laughs) Be (laughs) ready when when she's ready. Be my tagline. I'm still sorting it out. Well,
0: that's why we get along so well because Jamie and I still haven't sorted it out, and it's 3,200 episodes (laughs) later. So
2: (laughs) Glenn forgot his name when he was starting the
1: podcast. We literally say the same thing every day, and he forgot to say his name. So (laughs) he's he's a work in progress.
2: (laughs) You know, this is um, a bit of a a digression and i apologize but it's amazing how the minute you get like on a microphone or like and take that however you will how like very normal things that you think you have down go out the window well i just like, thought people should know who
0: i am by now
1: that fair enough <laughs> I, whatever you did not think that you just
2: forgot don't out. lie <laughs> It without saying i was but like are we doing a show school, <laughs> being the dork that i was i was in charge of doing the morning announcements <laughs> And I and so, you know, so that included like the Pledge of Allegiance and everything else, which I never wrote down because we all know the Pledge of Allegiance. We've been saying it since kindergarten. The first day I got on there, I left a line out. And I wasn't even trying to be political. I just literally left out under God because I think I panicked (laughs) and I got back to class and everybody was like, so forget something.
0: Oh, (laughs) bummer.
2: (laughs) And you didn't even know least, you forgot
0: it. That's the thing. A lot of times you don't even know you did.
2: Right, yeah. right. It
0: seemed right to you at the time. But, but
2: <laughs> yep, microphones make people nervous. You do weird things.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we're beyond that now. It's just Space Cadet. I think that's what we have to uh, attribute to our, our mistakes to. Hey, Horse Nation, What for new listeners, we had Deanne on, and we would go over some articles they had. And there was an article you had, Are You Ready for a Horse? Seven Things to c- Consider. And you wrote this one um so these are things for new horse owners right to consider is that correct
2: um yes question mark it is for new horse owners to consider but i have to admit that it's that when i write these articles they're usually rants that are inspired by not new horse owners who have made me angry either through my work with the vet (laughs) which i don't do anymore because she retired or Hopefully, I'll get myself in trouble with any of my boarders. But even if I do, maybe they will read the article. Um, or I <laughs> learn some something my boarders who have owned horses for years.
0: <laughs> All right. Give us number one.
2: So number one. Um, so I said you should not get a horse unless you are willing to sacrifice your mornings, evenings, and weekends to treating your injured or ill-hurt horse. Or unless you're willing and have the funds to pay someone to do it for you. Oh, um,
0: well, that is so I, true. We only have two. And it seems like Jennifer is always fixing something on one of the two.
2: Well, and I'm like, not trying to like toot my own horn here, but dear Lord, my house caught on fire and I didn't see my horse for a day and a half. And she, that was when she had broken her past turn or fractured it. And I'm like, folk, and, and I have three kids and a couple of jobs. I'm like, you make time for the things you want to make time for. You take on a horse you're committing to put the time in or pay somebody who will actually it's a lifestyle. Yeah. yeah
0: Jennifer or uh, Jamie's veterinarian lives at her house now. So
2: no, no. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's amazing.
0: She just gives her a room. She just stays <laughs> there.
2: You're like, so instead of them, her paying you rent, you just like are like, okay, we'll just take this off of yeah. this bill. And you, and you still owe the vet money. I still owe. Yeah. <laughs> yes. One hundred percent. All right. Number two, um, yeah. And it's just one of those where I think I remember working with the vet and being like talking to a client whose horse was injured and needed her leg wrapped every single day and needed to be hand grazed and all the things. And she was like, well, I live 20 minutes away and I work. And I'm like, do you work 24 seven
1: and do you have a
2: car? <laughs> Like, you can drive here after work. And I tried to be very nice so that I didn't get fired. And I was like, well, can you come out after work? And she was like, well, I'm tired. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'm ready to, like, blow things up. Yeah, I am, that too. <laughs> it's your horse. <laughs> I think horse. the uh, most
1: frustrating thing about having borders is when they don't. I mean, I know a lot of people like borders that don't show up because they're
2: like, oh, they, no, it drives me crazy. Oh, me, too. Uh, I, I, I am also annoyed when that when some of them are there but like i would rather have them there (laughs) checking on their horse than like you know never coming out yeah it's like the
1: the horse suffers and then i feel like i'm a concierge service because i'm like i need to provide
0: this for this horse and i'm like and then you feel bad for the horse so you're out there petting and brushing it (laughs) yeah
2: Or like, and I don't have a ton of borders, I have seven, but like, I also have four horses of my own, so I don't have time to pet and brush other people's horses. And then I feel bad because like, this horse is an idiot, but I'm like, it's not even the horse's fault. Yeah, right. Like, it doesn't have a chance not to be an idiot.
0: (laughs) I like number two, you're going to, you are going to stay up to date on routine care. We do that better, I feel, for our horses than we do ourselves. Like, I've been meaning to call the eye doctor for about four years now. Me too. And last week, I said... uh, Last week, I actually looked up the phone number, and then it was after hours. And then, of course, I haven't looked at at it since then. So this week, I have to call the eye... It literally has been before COVID since I went... And I'm starting (laughs) not to be able to see things now, so I really need to go.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and that's another one where I'm like... My favorite calls that we would get when I worked with the vet were like, Hi... Doctor so-and-so's been my vet forever. Um, I need some butte. Get in the computer. We're like, we haven't seen this client since 2017. You are not our client. <laughs> like, we are not giving you butte. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my, my allergy doctor was the same way. I've been going there for years and years and years. Of course, COVID, I stopped and then I spent a year or two and I called back and they said, Well, you're you're not considered a, you're not considered a client anymore. I literally went there for 10 years.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. And I mean, I'll give somebody the like the one year has lapsed by a month or two. But I'm like, I haven't seen you in six years like this doesn't count. (laughs) So number three, you're going to call the vet when a problem first presents itself. And again, let me be clear. I'm all for treating things I can I can treat, but I don't want to roll in and having a horse's sorry for the graphic description, pussy eyeball falling out of its head and have you be like, oh, it's been a day or two. (laughs) <laughs> that's not just, just hose it off <laughs> just <beaut. laughs>
0: right in the eye
2: <laughs> yeah, just, um, and this actually Jamie goes back to what we were just saying is you're going to spend time with your horse or at least check on it regularly yep. show up like you know your horse better than I do um, I have you're going to care for your horse in sickness and in health and I was like okay so you're not marrying your horse but you sort of are you're probably uh,
0: more married to your horse than your husband, let's be honest.
2: Love 100%. 100%. You know, he uh, can take
0: care of himself with some things.
2: He can probably get his own food.
0: Yeah, he can probably determine that he's got a gash I need to get it fixed.
2: Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I hate that too, or like, how many posts do you see on Facebook where people are like, oh, Flicka has insulin re- resistance and PPID and has, you know, rotated, so we just can't keep her anymore. And I'm like, well, neither can anybody else. Like.
0: <laughs> or they post on Facebook, my horse uh, fell down last night and hasn't gotten up yet this morning. Should I call the vet?
2: Yeah, what maybe? should I do?
0: Because <laughs> yeah. Facebook uh, is the answer for all of those things.
2: 100% absolutely <laughs> post on Facebook. The Erica. only people I give a pass for on that one are the ones who are in like developing nations who are like, hey, we don't have vets. Someone give me some advice. <laughs> so then the other one I said on here is you're going to commit to educating yourself and your horse. Um, and you know what? Like, you don't know what you don't know, right? Until you learn it. And we all know that I feel like with horses, no matter how much we know, we're always learning more, um, which is great. We need to. But what drives me crazy is when I talk to people that I knew 10 years ago when I was first getting back into horses as an adult who I thought at the time were like decent horse people. And I talk to them now and I'm like, they haven't learned anything since 10 years ago they've made. and And it's not like. They aren't smart enough to it's not like the information isn't out there. They just I feel like I feel like sometimes you have to make an active choice not to learn. <laughs> um, if they listen to our
0: show, they would just be experts.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so that was a big one for me. And then the last one was you have the financial means to support it. And. I came under some fire on the Facebook comments for this because people were laughing at the $350 a month in board and $35. That Yeah, is a joke. (laughs) To be fair, that was the answer I got when I got my first horse as an adult 10 years ago. I am not joking. Now, granted, I was at a trail riding barn that just had a little outdoor, you know, but whatever. But even still, like, in my area, a trim from a farrier is fifty dollars. So in ten years, it's only gone up fifteen. So it's not, and even my board isn't all that much more expensive than that now. So that's just reflective of the area in which I, I live. Think it is, yeah. Um, and I know that, but like we live in Pennsylvania, everybody can grow hay, so it it's a little different than areas. I think in Florida, what you guys pay for a bale of hay is nearly three times what we pay.
0: You know, I think that's true, though. You you know, you have the financial means to support it. When, when we start any project, we tend in our minds, you know, it's going to you know, it's going to be expensive, but you tend to go on the lower end because you want to do it. And then right. once you do it, you kind of regret it because it's always double what you thought it was going to be. And that's whether you're doing a remodeling project or whatever, right? It's always ends up being more than you thought yet in your mind. When you start the project, you want to do it. So you rationalize it down. Am I the only right. one that does that?
2: No, I think we, I think most of us do. I think I've only had, I have one boarder who's the opposite of that, who did not get a horse until she had a significant savings account built for the horse. Okay, and she's a unicorn. <laughs> she's amazing, right. I'm like, <laughs> needless to say- She's, she's the, the only one, one with, in the country. <laughs> right, and needless to say, she always has like a backup farrier payment in her locker that she's like, if I ever forget my payment, you know it's in there. And I'm like- yeah, you are cool. Like, we, we all know you're a good pay. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that I've
0: never heard in all the years.
2: <laughs> I know. I mean, don't get me wrong. She's a fabulous boarder. I love her. I no, that's
0: the me. perfect border. <laughs> I just have never heard that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, like, yeah, she, but, but that is absolutely, she's absolutely a unicorn. Do, do and, they pay you in that's...
0: advance, Jamie, for your
2: board and training and everything? And they
0: have backup payments sitting there waiting to go?
1: Uh, do you want me to laugh really loud or just <laughs> silently? Because that's hilarious.
0: <laughs> well, Deanne, thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Look for the look for the announcement on horsenation.com for the stories. I know some of you were asking us, actually, listeners, were asking us about whether it was going to happen this year. Yes, it's going to happen. So get your stories, get your pens out, start writing. Uh, let's get the stories in to Deanne at horsenation.com. Thanks, Deanne, and we'll see you again next month.
2: All right, sounds good. The PhD
1: equine nutritionists at Purina Animal Nutrition tackle problems using science and their love of horses keeps them at it until they get it right. Even with the most established feeds, they keep innovating. And even when it takes years of research, they don't stop until it's right. They're dedicated to the scientific method, but it can't capture the feeling of seeing a horse reach their full potential. It takes science and love to help your horses live their best life. So put their research to the test at horseinnovation.com. It's time for the weekly look at your equestrian first world
2: problems.
1: This ought to be good. It usually is. Because it's, it's therapy. It's cathartic for our listeners to be able to submit to me what is going on in their uh, world. And if you have a horse problem, it is an, a first world problem problems so that's why we do the equestrian first world problems on mondays i usually put up a post in the auditor facebook page and just say hey guys uh what's going on and they they share these sort of details of the sad tales of woe that they're experiencing glenn if you want to participate in this how can anybody become an auditor
0: just go to horses dot and click on the auditor banner on the right side of the page and for as little as three dollars a month you too can whine and complain on mondays
1: <laughs> no, oh, exercise no? your
0: issues. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, okay.
1: it's not whining and complaining. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, now this one here
0: is, it is a just... fine line between the two. Actually, to be honest,
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: it's, <laughs> it's it's close.
1: Um, so this one I have to read in like my best. I don't want to say DQ voice because she's not a DQ, but she now it's turned into one. And this is a listener of ours named Carrie. And I don't know if all DQs sound like this, but sometimes they do in my head, especially when I read something like this. Okay, here goes. My dress it's like she's talking to a friend and she's like humble bragging. My dressage lesson with Scott Hassler went like so well that now he wants me to do the Grand Prix special instead of the regular Grand Prix And here's the whiny part is, but I really don't want to learn another FEI test. (laughs) Carrie, I'm going to come over here and hit you. Your
0: DQ (laughs) voice sounds a lot like a Valley Girl voice. I'm just saying.
1: It sounds like um, I'm sitting (laughs) in California at the barn with my friends (laughs) and I'm humble bragging.
0: (laughs) They're very close.
1: (laughs) It's just, these are the voices in my head, and I just have to exercise them. Uh, Nicole says this, I ride with a friend whose horse has been having some serious behavioral issues. But my horse acts so perfect in comparison that my ride is boring.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the excuse I get every time I say to Jennifer, you had a nice, quiet Well trained quarter horse, and then you got a thoroughbred again. And she's like, Yeah, but it was kind of boring.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know what she means. I know what she means. I I, I bring horses along until they're nice and trained, and then I sell them and start over. It's my favorite thing. Us horse
0: husbands, we like boring. We like boring.
1: I know. I know you do. Lori says, I just got a new shed to park my new living quarters trailer in. But, like, until I can buy gates to tie it into my pasture, I have to back into it. And the angle is so hard.
0: (laughs) There goes the shed.
1: It was my new shed with my new trailer that I can't actually yep. back into that and like, oh, set it up easier.
0: You know, it's funny. We were we were out at the property measuring for the we you have to to get all the permits. So we're out measuring where the house is gonna be, where the barn's gonna be. And we we spent a long time trying to figure out, okay, will the truck and trailer fit through here so we can park it here? You really do have to think about those things when you have a 30-foot, 30, foot, 30 Foot trailer, you do because mm-hmm. it does take yeah. room. I mean it just does it's true,
1: um Carrie, a different Carrie says. <laughs> I was driving home from the barn before heading to my massage appointment when a freaking hornet flew in the window and stung my back twice, and I had to have my massage therapist, like, skip most of my back, and that's the part that needed the <laughs> massage the most.
0: Okay, people, that's an example of a first-world problem <laughs> right there. That is, that's uh, what we're looking for, that kind of quality. Know,
1: she also said <laughs> why her back hurts. is because her warm blood has such a big trot. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh my God! Yes, okay, that was my win today. <laughs> That's the assignment. Uh, Kelly said, "I needed to buy a new mini bucket for my new horse's liniment bath because my other horse was a mare, and I used hot pink for her. But I am not using a hot pink bucket for my gelding. No yeah,
0: way. Yeah, we men appreciate that. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin, Caitlin, no, this is this is a good one." I just bought a horse trailer, but because it was a custom order, it's not going to be ready until November.
0: <laughs> well, if you had bought it during COVID, it would have been ready for three years. So look at the positive I
1: side. want it custom and I want it now. I <laughs> want it yesterday. Um,
0: we want to Tanya- see shiny pictures when you get it, by
1: the way. <laughs> These are also good. Tanya says, I found the perfect horse. But then I had to wait for her pre-purchase. And then I had to wait for her to wean her full. And then I had to wait for her transport. And now I have to wait until she settles in. And now I have to like go slow, bring her back under saddle. And I'm trying to wait and pretend I'm patient, but I don't know why I just want to ride?
0: <laughs> I think that's a problem every horse girl goes through at one point in their life. Uh, or all that. points in their life. <laughs>
1: This one's funny because it's included and it includes pictures. And this is Allison and I'm going to try to tweak it. So just to make it shorter, but I decided to do some fall house cleaning. So I took my throw rug outside to clean it and then I hung it over the back door of my horse's horse trailer to dry it out. Um, I spent so much time watching it, but I failed to watch the trailer first, and now my horse, my rug smells like horse pee. (laughs) (laughs) She has one of those giant swing doors, and it's like one of those giant throw rugs, like a huge one.
0: (laughs) Best laid plans.
1: Uh, Linda says, My husband, (laughs) you'll love this one, Glenn. My husband's birthday was Saturday. And so I started singing him happy birthday. But the only thing that came out was the hit him happy birthday. And he just looked at me and was like, Where did that come from? And I was like, <laughs> Glenn and Jamie. Happy birthday. Happy birthday.
0: <laughs> happy birthday,
1: Liz, Libby's husband, Linda's husband.
0: See oh, what well, doesn't it sound better anyway? Horse husband.
1: Imagine if you were like, Okay, everybody, have a seat. Let's start singing happy birthday. Happy birthday.
0: Hey. Happy <laughs> birthday. Hey, by the way, Horse Did Husbands is back on end? Thursday.
1: Yeah, I want to know if she whinnied at the end of it. Yeah, 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 you, yeah that's and a good did question. Did she do the, the like <laughs> long winnie or the baby
0: horse winnie? I mean, I have I have follow-up questions. Uh, Ariel horse, says... Horse Husbands is back on Thursday. I want to remind everybody, we're finally back. Yeah. Where can they
1: find it, Glenn?
0: On the show, right here. It's going to be on Thursday. Oh, it's just t- on, ho-
1: the on Horses and Morning Feed. The yep, okay. uh,
0: fourth Thursday of the month. Every month now is going to be Horse Husbands. You guys requested it back. This was your demand, so it's coming back.
1: Awesome. Ariel says I needed to work my competition horse because we might show an Aiken in December, but I leave Saturday for, like, a 16-day workshop in OKC, so there's no point in, like, working him now. Um, Ariel, if you come to Oklahoma City for two weeks and you don't even come out here and ride one of my horses because you're like a really good rider. And I want you to come ride some of my horses. It'd be great. Okay. That was just a <laughs> plug for me. Um, Adrian says, my husband fertilized our pastures yesterday and it's going to broadcast some seed this week. But now I have to keep my horses on a dry lot and like throw them hay instead of just letting them eat grass. I, my husband's the same way. He like wants to like take care of the pasture. And I'm like, but I need the pasture. Okay, where are we going to put everybody? <laughs> we have no time for pasture maintenance. Um, Beverly says I just And that's got why a-
0: most pastures in this country look like crap. <laughs> so
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. We flew when we he took us up in a plane and we flew over the house and I was like, Oh my god, our pastures look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh Beverly says, I just got a pivo but I'm sending my horse away for training and I'm not gonna get to use it for like a few months. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, we have time for one more.
1: Okay, one more. Summer says, I have finally paid off my really big vet bill. And now it's time to get shots and annual stuff done and start a whole new vet bill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, that's the way it works.
1: There you go. All right, everybody. Thanks for submitting your equestrian First world problems. Really, really, really good bunch today.
0: Well, and uh, this week we have coming up, chi t- is tomorrow. So for your traditional Chinese medicine episode will be tomorrow and then the brand new horse husbands on thursday i think you're gonna like it we already recorded it and edited it and i think it came out really good and the guest was fantastic um so and then but we're not
1: allowed to listen to it so. no no
0: yes ladies can't listen but have all your husbands listen and then uh jamie's off on wednesday but uh ashley will be here filling in and then you're back on friday right
1: Let me just tell everybody why I'm not here on Wednesday, because as equally of a terrible mother as I was yesterday, I am going to be a great mother on Wednesday and I'm taking and chaperoning the field trip to the zoo. That
0: means it was your turn and you were volunteered for this.
1: No, it's the only thing I'll do with the class is go to the zoo. They go every freaking year. And I'm like, if I'm going to do something like Friday, it was either take Wednesday or Friday off because Friday they need volunteers to help with field day. And I'm not doing that. (laughs) You're not doing track and field. (laughs) I'd rather do a zoo with animals than like record. Stand in the hot sun with a timer. Yeah, I was throwing a. Javelin or something—I don't
0: know. <laughs> well, have fun at the zoo. Uh, I'll be here on Wednesday while she's having fun at the zoo. And I wanted to remind everybody that it's National Daughters Day today, and it's also National Quesadilla Day. So bring your daughter <laughs> to a New Mexican restaurant and get a quesadilla. That's my Look advice that. for the day. And hang on for the auditors. We have a. We're going to be talking about the things that no one ever tells you about being an adult. I feels most of it. <laughs> <laughs> and it also includes your cue. Bandur during yell? Yes. Oh yeah. Who forgot what this time?